Welcome to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast, presented by Dr. Bill Hostler on subjects affecting leaders across a wide array of venues. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 72, that David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. That is our goal. Stay tuned for words of encouragement about what it means to be a leader who exemplifies integrity and skill in the home, the workplace, the church, and the community. Podcast number 58, On Whom Are You Depending? Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came into the land of Judah and captured all of its fortified cities except Jerusalem. He then marched to Jerusalem, the capital of the southern kingdom, and demanded its surrender. When King Hezekiah's emissaries indicated that they would hold out against the Assyrian army, Sennacherib taunted King Hezekiah by offering him 2,000 horses if he could find soldiers to mount them, and he mocked trusting in Egypt, which would be like uh, using a knife turned backwards. His final challenge was against Judah, saying they trusted in God. Face it, Hezekiah, you don't have a prayer against me, the king stated. And furthermore, I am here at the command of the Lord and with the Lord's help to attack and destroy you. Now, what would you do if you were Hezekiah? Now, you are not Hezekiah. But in your business or church work, you may find similar situations to what Hezekiah faced. You may be faced with a challenger to what you feel is right and godly. You may be tempted to shade the truth or cook the books just a little to make it through a rough time. You may be challenged to do some shady dealings or compromise your spiritual principles in order to make it and earn a little more profit. And the enemy of your soul is telling you that you will not make it through or out of your situation unless you yield to his temptations. He may even say, so you think that you are trusting in the Lord? Well, so am I. And in fact, I was sent here to help you to get out of your mess. Just follow me. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Satan came as a smooth-talking charlatan and challenged Jesus to turn the stones into bread and break his 40-day fast. Jesus could have done the impossible, but it would have thwarted Jesus' discipline to his heavenly Father. He was then challenged to go after public showmanship and glory. Each time, Satan used scripture to back up his claims. To a secular man, it all seemed good and reasonable. But Jesus was not a secular person, and neither are you. Note, God will never advise you to violate what he has already told you in scripture, regardless of how much scripture the enemy throws at you. Hezekiah is facing a formidable army, of which he is no match. So what should he do? Well, let's look at Scripture. In Isaiah 37.1, it says, He went into the temple. Now, we are not told how long he stayed there, but I like to think that he stayed there long enough to feel that he was in the presence of the Lord. David also worshipped the Lord when his family was kidnapped and carried off. After weeping until he had no water in his eyes, according to 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, it says, But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Now, secondly, Hezekiah sought godly counsel. He sent his administrative assistance to the prophet Isaiah to seek 
his advice, Isaiah 37, 2. Three, he praised the living God, Isaiah 37, 15 to 17. His prayer in these verses was a reminder to himself of the greatness of his God. And four, there was a prayer for help. He prayed, deliver us for the sake of your great name, Isaiah 37, 20. We find a similar pattern recommended by the writer of the Proverbs when he says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, 1, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Worshiping God at the height of your problem is indicating your trust in God's divine guidance and help. Isaiah 37, 21 gives strong indication that there would be a positive outcome because you have prayed to me. 2. Lean not unto your own understanding. Seek the mind of God and wisdom from other spiritual leaders. 3. Acknowledge God in all of your ways. He was reminding himself of what he believed and knew about God. He was praying his theology. And four, and the promise is that he will direct our paths or make our paths straight. He will give us guidance and strength to see our way through. Sennacherib received word that another army was opening a second front against him, so he turned to fight the more powerful foe. Isaiah 37:29 tells us that God put a hook in his nose and a bit in his mouth and forced him to return the way he came. But Sennacherib assured Hezekiah that he would be back to finish the job. That news, however, was contrary to what the prophet Isaiah had said would happen, and as the prophet had foretold, Sennacherib never made it back to continue his torment of Judah. Two of his sons knifed him to death as he worshipped in a pagan temple. And after losing 85,000 soldiers in one night by the hand of an angel of the Lord, the army, with its tail between its legs, broke camp and returned to their home base at Nineveh. If you find yourself in a tense situation and Satan does his best to get you to take a non-spiritual way out, do these things. Stop, worship, seek counsel, sing words of praise of what you know about God, and then follow God's guidance. And this has been a production of Leading with Integrity and Skill podcasts. You can like us on Facebook at Dr. Bill Hostler and get my podcasts on the web at www.keyministries.net. <laughs>